Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Like their owners, companion animals are living longer, but are they functioning optimally in their later stages of life? I'm talking with Dr. Richard Murphy, Research Director at the Alltech European Bioscience Center in Dunboy, Ireland. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here again. Dr. Murphy, are we providing our fur babies the right nutrition as they age? Um, That's a great question. And we could sit and talk for hours, I guess, on this. We're engaged with a lot of different areas of research in Dunboyne. um, And primarily it's, I guess, gut health. So we're interested in how nutrients or how nutrition influences the, the makeup of the bacteria in the gut. Or we're also very much engaged in trace element research. So looking at how trace elements can actually impact not only in the, on the health of the animal, but also on the quality, if you like, um, of the, the food ingredients that you, we actually give to our pets. I think that we need to be careful with what we put into the diet. That's probably the easiest way to look at it, in that we might think we're doing good, but we could be having a profound negative impact on the overall health um, of our pets. And how can we tell? Will our animals tell us by losing interest in their food? Will their bowels change? What are some signs that we can look for when our pets might need a change in diet? Oh, yeah. Um, again, a great question. I think a lot of it, when you look at intestinal health, when you look at the, the microbiome, certainly bowel movements will give a, a big indication of, of, of whether there's something wrong. And we know, for instance, a lot of the work that we do on our so-called man-enriched fraction, and which we isolate from yeast cell wall, we can have a very profound influence on the diversity of the gut within, or diversity rather, of the bacteria within the gut. Um, and for me, that's the key to intestinal microbial health, is to have as wide a diversity in terms of the number of types and the range of different bacteria that are present within the gut. Um, and that's something that we know we can positively enhance. Um, and when you positively enhance the diversity of bacteria within the gut, you tend to have a much healthier gut. So the animal tends to be able to resist those pathogen challenges that they would get from time to time. And certainly we know when we look at the literature, there is a clear link between diversity, pathogen load, and also um, in terms of of the uh, antimicrobial resistant populations that are present. Does the information and packaging provide the answers that pen owners need when they go to the store? Should they be looking for something specific on the label when they're buying their food for their pet? Uh, Again, a great question. Uh, I don't think the labeling will even begin to cover that. Manufacturers are are, are caught in in many ways with with regard to the types of claims that they could make on the packaging, for instance. Um, And it would be very difficult to explain in um, one sentence, for instance, um, how diet is going to influence the the makeup of the bacteria within the gut or how um, nutrients that are there are going to influence the the overall um, makeup of the nutrients that are in the gut. So I, I think the labeling lets it down. But that's not the manufacturer's fault. There's, there's only so much they can do. From a market perspective, are millennials driving the pet food industry like they kind of are with everything else? I mean, I was skimming through Facebook the other day and I saw a GIF that read, I work so that I can provide the backyard that my dog deserves. And I love that because <laughs> so many of my friends kind of have that same thought process. But if we're making our living decisions around our pet's happiness, how might that translate into market demands for food and nutrition choices for our fur friends? Yeah, again, an interesting question. And 
and and certainly from what I've seen and, and from what I would read in the, I guess the, the popular press and and, and you know, uh, and the news, that there is a, a drive, a clear drive now, um, whereby people really want to give their pets the absolute best. So they're not willing to accept second rate, if you like. Um, they really want to move more and more towards premium um, and looking at providing optimal nutrition. Uh, I think people are more in tune now with how diet and, and health are linked. Um, and certainly, you know, with the internet being what it is these days, you can very, very quickly find a lot of information, some of it fake perhaps, but certainly you can find a lot of information which will tell you what is good or what is bad. Um, and I guess the old adage, you know, pay peanuts, get monkeys, that does come to mind as well. And if you want a quality product, you really need to look at perhaps spending a little extra. I've seen so many dogs with tumors, cancerous, non-cancerous, food allergies, you name it, and a dog has been diagnosed with it these days. And these aging ailments, like in humans, get costly with vet visits. How are you in your work gaining an understanding of how nutrition and immune defenses interact? Yeah, a great question again. I guess we've gotten a lot of insights over the years from the work that we would have done on, on, on monogastrics like um, pig and poultry, for instance. Um, so we would know that by providing the optimum nutrients and providing the right nutrition at the right time, uh, at the right stage of life, for instance, you can positively influ influence the health and performance of meat animals, to, uh, uh, if you want to put it that way. Uh, and certainly the trend towards the development of pet food over the last 10, 15 years has been more and more towards premium. People have, have tapped into work that you would, would have been generated, say, from meat production animals and basically been able to translate that into, uh, if you like, more optimum nutrition for pets. If the secret to immunity starts in the bowel, which is what we're hearing more and more, how can we choose what is appropriate for our pets when each animal has its own unique micro gut biome? Yeah, um, that, that's a that's a good question. Again, it's back to drawing insights from what we see on, on our work on the monogastric side. Um, and, and we know, and I mean, you can talk to uh, or you can get a lot of information, again, from peer-reviewed publications. You can talk to a lot of scientists. They'll actually tell you that the so-called microbiome or the overall microbial population within the gut is so important that they would ascribe it being like to an additional organ. Um, so they would actually say that the microbiome is actually like an extension of the body. It's like a, an additional organ, such is the importance of it uh, with regard to overall health. Uh, and certainly it's known through many different studies that the gut microflora population with the way in which they work in terms of breaking down nutrients and producing um, so-called um, short-chain fatty acids, for instance, volatile fatty acids, these can have a profound influence on the development of not just immune function, but overall intestinal health. Um, and we even see work over the last um, number of weeks coming out of a group in University College of Cork in Ireland, which basically indicates that uh, the microbiome can actually can control mood. So if you look at the gut microflora and look at how we influence it. I think it's very, very profound in the way we can influence not just the health and performance of our, 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 our pets, but also perhaps even in the future, look at en enhancing their mood. Dr. Richard Murphy is the research director at the Alltech European Bioscience Center in Benborn, Ireland. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast presented by Alltech. 
For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash ag future.